You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. Ho, 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 Welcome to Amateur Tarot Pod, the only podcast where two non-mystical hosts answer your burning questions with the power of the tarot. I've been Santa. And I'm Ben. And I'm Brian. Uh, thank, thanks to Santa for jumping in here at the last minute on his uh, on the tail end of his midnight ride. Ho, 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 ho. No problem, boys. We really appreciate you stopping by. I know that you're pretty busy. You have a lot of toys to deliver, and you know you've been up all night. But we appreciate you stopping by to jump in on this one. Oh, certainly. Well, I better get going now. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Ho, ho, ho. Man, what a guy. Yeah. If you haven't guessed it, this is our Christmas episode, our first ever Christmas episode. Wow. Unless you count all the Christmas episodes after Thanksgiving. Well, up yeah. To now. But yeah. this one is coming out on Christmas because Christmas is a Monday this year. How fortunate. Yeah. Well, uh, we are here in our PJs and our little caps, the floppy sleeping caps. We've got hot cocoa in our hands. Bathrobes. And we're sitting under a tree. It's a giant tree. Yes. <laughs> and we're under it. We're under it. We're the size of two little presents. And uh, this is our present to you. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. The only... Did you? Santa already covered this. Santa did. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to. He's a good guy. Yeah. I'm not going to jump on what Santa already put forward. Today, we are going to dip into the mysteries of life. We're going to answer questions using the magic of tarot. And we're going to do that in a very simple way. Uh, we're just going to lay out three cards. And the first one is going to represent the past, the second one, the present, and the third, a guaranteed future outcome that you can put your money on or will give it back. <laughs> sure. That sounds wonderful, Ben. And we're also going to do a card of the week. And the card of this week is going to be for a present for everyone, not just our one lucky queer. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, that we really rushed through that. We Santa really, well, helped us out a lot. You know, we have presents to open and I'm like, I got the Jones and fingers for some wrapping paper. And the faster we get through this, the sooner we can open our presents. Yeah. Last night when Ben came over, I told him we could only open one present, but it had to be the pajamas. So... <laughs> Now we have pajamas, but there's all these other things. And one of them looks like a fire truck. And Ben is very excited. Yeah. So I'm just trying to like really move through this podcast so I can get to my presence. All right. Well, should we go ahead and go into Queerance Corner? Let's go there. Here are in Queerance Corner, which uh, today is located. Wait, what was that? When did I, I said Queerance Corner. I, I thought you said, here in Queerance Corner. <laughs> I was really rushing. I've got, got places to be. I Okay, I'll start over. Let me take a deep breath. I'm sorry. I promised you that we would do this first, and I wouldn't I wouldn't rush it. Just enjoy your hot cocoa. <sighs> have a marshmallow. <sighs> All right. I'm ready. All right. Now, what is our jingle jingle 
Super exciting, very happy question for Wait, Christmas. I was going to do a joke where I said, you know, before we were under the tree, but now we've moved to Quarant's Corner, which is under a giant menorah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's all blue over here. Yes. We're sitting on dreidels. It's very uncomfortable. Uh, any, I guess if you sat, if the dreidel was laying flat. Yeah, there's like on one of the faces. That's there's like fine. dreidels scattered around the floor like matchbox cars. OK, yeah, that's fine. Because if you were sitting on an upright dreidel, that would be no, something that, else. That seems disrespectful. Yes. And that's not what I was going for at all. So our super happy fun time question, Brian, comes to us from Sarah. And Sarah says, lately, I've been plagued with bouts of insomnia. What can I do to get a decent night's sleep? Whoa, Ben, wow. do you screen these questions first? <laughs> no, I normally just put them into the put them into the hopper and then. We roll the crank and then the question pops out. And bingo, here we are. Uh, question about night terrors. Great. Well, um. Oh, wait, who is this question from? It's from Zara. I already said. Oh, OK. Good deal. Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe. Do you think her bouts of insomnia were just because she couldn't wait to wake up on Christmas morning and open her presents? That's why I couldn't sleep. It could be. But that explains one, maybe two bouts of insomnia it doesn't explain uh enough that you wrote a question in weeks ago maybe she also celebrates hanukkah so there were eight nights of insomnia while she was waiting to open those presents as well possibly well no it couldn't be what do you think she was visited by ghosts of christmas past present and future Mm mm-hmm and marley the dog? <laughs> the dog. Oh my god. Spoiler alert. The dead dog? <laughs> that would give me bad insomnia. Yeah, because first uh, Marley the dog comes and is like, and then you're up. Yeah. And then the ghost of Christmas past shows up. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Wow. That would terrify me. I understand. Yeah, I wouldn't ever go back to sleep again either. But then again, it could just be a a blot of mustard. That's in that book also. Not Marley and me. Okay, in the Charles Dickens book? Yes. A Christmas Carol? A Christmas Carol by Hmm. Jim Henson's Muppets. Oh, I always watch the black and white one with my grandma. Your grandma's in the black and white one? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's uh, Marley's wife. Who is in the black and white one? Is it George C. Scott? I don't know. Oh, this was when I was like 10. There are so many different versions of that story. Yeah. And I love them all. I love A Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. I prefer The Grinch. I love The Grinch also, but there's only two versions of that. Yeah, and I like the the animated one. Do you like the other one? It's okay. It's okay. I just have childhood memories of the nost- like nostalgic gasm about the other one. Mm-hmm. It's a real six of cups situation. Mm-hmm. So I guess we should use the power of tarot to interpret Sarah's question. All right. We'll go ahead and grab the deck and uh, we'll get to it. Ben, go ahead and grab the deck. Which deck? The The deck that we're going to use today. There. Well, you've put out a, a deck for the card of the week, but... I mean, there's just other decks that we used in previous weeks scattered across your desk. I don't are the do you want me to grab the line strider deck again? Nope. 
Nope, I want you to grab the deck that we're going to use today. Well, it's And not, in order to do that... Is I'm it gonna, a ghost deck? I'm going to have to break my own rule. What's your rule? My rule is you only open one present before all the presents happen. But I'm going to let you open a present right now. No way. Wait, are you are you going back to the tree? Can you do that? Can you just leave Quarren's Corner without me? I'm back. Oh, that's very stressful. Now I'd like you to open your present. Okay. I'm speechless. I have no speech. This is... Possibly the greatest day of my entire life. Because what Brian has just given me is, and I kid you not, the Harry Potter Tarot by Eleanor Piper. Do you mean when do you mean to tell me that we've been recording episodes probably since I've said Merry Christmas, maybe even before Thanksgiving? We've been discussing our Harry Potter deck, the suits, yada, yada, yada. And you've known about this deck the whole time. We have been recording episodes for four months, I believe, that I've known about this deck and had this deck in my possession. Brian, this is the greatest gift that's ever been given to me. I mean, I guess I should just start. Obviously, number one, the magician Harry Potter. Professor McGonagall is the high priestess. I think the Empress is Harry's mom. Uh, The Emperor is Harry's dad with a stag. Dumbledore is the Hierophant. Odd choice, but I'll I'll take it. Um, the Chariots, the Hogwarts Express. Ooh, Justice is Professor Umbridge. Whoa, that's some that's some hard justice. And number ten. Uh, oh my God, they stole our idea. What? The Wheel of Fortune is the Sorcerer's nice. hat. The hat, the starting hat. It's interesting in that the suits also have their own names. It's not like the Six of Cups, or the Six of Coins, or whatever. Like, the Six of Coins is success, is just what it's called. And the Seven of Coins, which is odd for the Seven of Coins, is failure. And the Nine of Wands is power. So they they just have, uh, their keywords are written on them. I guess so. Well, should we shuffle it up? It's up to you, it's your deck. I've been looking forward to this moment for a very long time. Where did you? So, wherever did you? Sorry if this? it's bad radio. Um, Eleanor Peeper is on Deviant Art. Okay. And a long time ago, when we first talked about Harry Potter decks, I started looking, and then somebody else sent this in as a recommendation, and so I went ahead and purchased it, and. Uh, because I was able to see all the cards and I like the artwork enough that I went ahead and got it. Well, thank you to the listener who recommended this deck and made this the best Christmas ever. Yeah. And, uh, Eleanor goes by Ellie Gator 13 or Ellie Gator on deviant art. All right. Well, I think we're ready, Brian. All right. Shuffled it enough. So let's remind everybody what, uh, Sarah would like to know that we're going to answer with the Harry Potter deck. Uh, Lately, I've been plagued with bouts of insomnia. What can I do to get a decent night's sleep? Flip. Well, I'm going to shuffle this. Unless (laughs) 
Well, it's shuffled enough, I suppose. Okay. But it's the fool. Yeah. The first card off the top is the fool. Who Which, is that? Again, we don't know who the fool is, but it's a young boy with a camera and there's a basilisk behind him. It looks like Ron. I don't kind really. Kind of. Do you think that it's Eleanor Piper? Maybe. I don't know. There's a guide online okay. uh, that I haven't looked at yet because I didn't want to look through your whole deck. Um, Fair enough. But so I'll download that guide for you. Oh, thanks. And it'll have that all for you. Will you wrap it up so I can open it? Yep. Great. So The Fool. Uh, somebody who is very carefree, very innocent. Somebody with a beginner's mindset who just jumps in new opportunities. Mm-hmm. Somebody who moves forward and is carefree and doesn't care about consequences. Did you just say that? No. Okay. I was leaving that up to you. Okay. And so that represents the past. The former Sarah was very carefree. She liked to jump into things. She didn't really worry about the consequences, but I guess now she's starting to worry about them. So let's jump into the present. Flip. And we have the Four of Swords, which on this deck is called Truce. Truce. I guess that makes sense because it's about resting yeah. uh, in, a, in a time when things are stressful. And on this deck, we have the, uh, from the first book or movie, the, the chess pieces that kill each other uh, and they're fighting with swords, but they've reached a truce, I guess. Yeah, they're just chilling out right now. Yeah. And so, so this is a card about resting and about uh, trying to kind of find your center again recuperate following the three of swords which is about heartbreak and kind of emotional distress this is a card about getting back your energy overcoming something that happened in your past yeah and so right now that's where you are sarah you're trying to get back that energy you're you want to rest and you want to reach that truce and you haven't quite gotten there yet yep and so jumping into our 100 guaranteed future outcome we have the queen of discs or the Queen of Coins, who I have to assume, and I don't recall her name, shame on me, uh, the professor of herbology. Uh, but she is the Queen of Pentacles. She's sitting in her little greenhouse, and there's a plant in front of her, and there's a bunch of plants behind her. Uh, and so, Pomona Sprout makes sense. That's her name. And she's just chilling in her herbology place. And so the queen of coins is kind of like a, a mini version of the empress. Somebody who is pursuing her own kind of material gains. She is the master of the hearth and master of the home. She has a lot of good motherly energy that she's giving off. Mm-hmm. And so what does that mean for Sarah overall? Well, I don't know. I, I guess the question is, is in the future, is she the queen of coins or somebody else, the queen of coins. I feel like in the future, Sarah is the queen of coins. Okay. So I guess if we're going to put everything together, there was a time when you were more carefree and more willing to just jump into things, not worry about the consequences so much. And you were probably sleeping easier back then. And, you know, maybe the card isn't here, but the gap between past and present Something happened that made you get to a place where something upset you. There was perhaps some consequence that came from your actions. 
and now you are not sleeping as easily. You're trying to rest and recover from whatever happened in that past, and you're not finding this truce period or this resting period very restful. You know, maybe that even comes across in the card art where in a standard Rider weight deck, there's like a knight and he's sleeping soundly. But in this one, it's not about necessarily sleeping soundly. There's these killer chess pieces that have like reached a stalemate in their battle rather than resting. And so to get back to a place where you are not as plagued by insomnia, you need to kind of access that more fertile, more fertile energy, bringing things, you know, forward to fruition. So now that I'm talking, I'm kind of putting the pieces together and realizing like maybe as the fool, you jumped into a lot of things very carefree. You didn't worry about the consequences. And now you need to go back to some of those things that you started and bring them more to fruition. Use that sort of like mother earth energy to bring these ideas from like, wow, I'm coming up with stuff to these are finished things and you'll be able to sleep easier, not worrying about those loose ends that are untied. Good job, Ben. So that's where we're at with the Harry Potter tarot deck, the greatest Christmas present I've ever received. Last year, I just gave you guilt. <laughs> You've come a long way. We both have. Yeah. So let's leave Queerance Corner and our Harry Potter deck behind. Bye, Harry Potter deck. Let's grab our port key and get back to the Christmas tree. <laughs> And here we are back under the tree, and we're ready to do the card of the week. And I'm very excited. Brian's been kind of teasing. Ooh, Brian's been teasing this deck all day. It is the Saki Saki Tarot. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. I want to hear what Ben has to say about it. I am very excited about it as well. Uh, because as you can imagine with the Saki Saki Tarot deck, it is pretty fun and unique. Um... It is very much uh, as if Picasso was an Asian artist and then did a tarot deck. Nice. So we have a lot of like really vibrant colors, a lot of very wild things going on. Um, Like this nine of coins, it's a very oddly proportioned lady with no head. And then the fool... Looks like a Picasso painting with kind of that like double face. Um, it's like a very odd fusion of Asian and like Incan art plus Picasso. Then the Five of Cups looks like Princess Leia. <laughs> a lot of headless people. Temperance kind of looks like uh, some sort of Rick and Morty fever dream. There's a lot of really fun stuff going on in this deck. I'm a fan. I'm glad you like it. For once, a lot of decks, I'm not glad you like them. You've been and on a roll, you know, if you think about it, because we had <laughs> that uh, that very small tarot deck, whatever that was called a couple weeks ago. The Morgan Greer. Yep, that one. Then we had the, well, I like the Linesdrider deck. And then today, two two for two on Harry Potter deck and the Yakisoba deck here. <laughs> Yakisoba. Something like that. <laughs> All right. And so this week, our card of the week is... The Ace of Rods, or the Ace of Wands. Okay. Um, I'll just read first about the suit of Rods, and then the Ace of Rods, because it just has keywords. Um, The suit of Rods is intuition, action, energy, vision, courage, creativity, will, inspiration, transformation, speed, and impulsiveness. 
Wands or rods represent the element of fire. Fire stands for the spark of energy that sets things in motion. Rods are about movement, action, and events that spread themselves just like a burning field, leading from one to the other. Rods are the initial ignition needed to get things started and going, whether this is willpower, passion, or physical movement. Rods are associated with Jung's intuitive function, showing that the biggest spark starts within. In a reading, lack of rods will show that there's not enough energy to get things going and to turn ideas to reality. And the Ace of Rods has keywords ignition, creation, passion, enthusiasm, energy, adventure, and new start. This is a great, great card for this week. I mean, the year is almost over. It's almost time to make those resolutions. But uh, more so, the week between Christmas and New Year's is generally pretty uneventful. There's not a lot going on. It's a time of kind of rest and reflection. I know some people, you know, they take this time off to be with their families. Some nice employers give their employees this week off because they know nothing's really happening. Um, You know, I guess some people who work in retail probably have people mobbing them for sales, Mm -hmm. which is the opposite of what I'm describing. But it is sort of a calmer period of the year, I tend to think. Um, Like all the mania of Christmas has now passed and we're settling into the new year. So if you are fortunate enough to have some downtime right now, this is a great time to don't even wait till next week. Don't wait till next week to start something new. You can start something new today. Do it. Start something new right now. All right. Well, that has been a very special Christmas episode of the Amateur Tarot Podcast. I want to thank Sarah for your question. Um, We're... I'm not sorry that it got sidetracked into gift giving because it was very exciting for me. It was exciting for me as well. I was able, did you notice that once I got to open a gift, like that did sort of help calm my nerves a bit so I it could did. get through the rest of the episode? It it kind of put you at a, a level like you just got up from a nap instead of uh, you just had too much sugar. Yeah. So I I am going to race through the rest of this though because there are many other fire truck shaped present sitting under the tree that I am eager to unwrap. So thank you very much to Sarah. Maybe you said that. I don't know. Uh, thanks to the listeners. Thanks to my good, good friend, Brian Dooley, who got me an excellent Christmas present. And if you want to get in touch with us, if you have a question, if you want to know how the year is going to go for you, I mean, it's the new year. Maybe you need some insight into what this year is going to be like. I know great people to ask. It's us. It's the cards. Yeah. Well, it's us to interpret the cards for you because, you know, we are blessed with with second sight. We are. True sight. So amateur at this. So you can find us at AmateurTarot.com. You can ask questions there. You can get in touch with us directly at AmateurTarotReading at gmail.com. Or you can call 314-325-6047. And if you call now, we'll throw in a free tree skirt. Yeah. So... Uh, do that. And then if you leave your question as a voicemail, we can put it on the show rather than us reading it. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at tarot amateur. And you can get in touch with Brian at Zen Iron Man on Twitter. You can get in touch with Ben at making all this up on Twitter. And if, if you guys were to give us one Christmas present this year, uh, it is this, it is going onto iTunes, typing in amateur tarot, finding our little icon. It's the only one. 
uh, clicking on it and then leaving us a five star review or five star rating and then a quick review. That'd yeah, that would be great. That would be that would make this probably the best Christmas. Thank you to everybody that made this past year possible. And thank you for listening. No matter what holiday you celebrate or don't celebrate, we're just happy to be here with you. And with that, uh, go open some presents. Have fun. Bye. Bye.